AIC Stories Podcast presents. Welcome back to the AIC Stories Podcast. Um, it's I'm not going to lie. The weather's been kind of garbage lately, and it's been hard to get out and explore around here. So I haven't. I've just been enjoying the journey through John Steinbeck. And uh, as you heard, finished up Grapes of Wrath, have worked on a couple of his other books now. And in the meantime, I need a little bit of a change of pace. And I had the next title show up in the uh, requested archive, I guess you could say, as I as I check these books off. Now, this one is a little outside my comfort zone. It's the realm of a domestic thriller. And I think without kind of belaboring this point, it's best I just get into this one here. So... Today, as we make another entry into the AIC Stories vault, we have the review number seven, and this is a book called The Secret Talker, and the author's name is Yan Galing or Galing Yan. I'm not sure which way it's supposed to be. For the purposes of this review, uh, we're going to go with Yan Galing. Let's get to... AIC Stories entry into the vault number seven for the review. Okay, so The Secret Talker, uh, like I said, the author is Yan Galing or Galing Yan. I'm not sure because of the Asian culture, just which direction it's supposed to go. However, The Secret Talker was published in January 2004 by, by Harper Via, um, which is an imprint of Harper Publishing. Now, this one was a nice quick read and a, a nice change of pace as I was still working my way through and am still working my way through that John Steinbeck journey. Um, and then we'll see what comes after that, but, uh, it's just 155 pages on the Kindle. So, uh, the secret talker, L let's, let's get to it this way. It's described as a domestic thriller uh, and the secret talker is about a woman trying to chase down a mysterious email stalker with an ending that promises to leave readers speechless. Will this short novel leave us speechless for the right reasons is the big question. Now, the book jumps right in with the main character, Hong Mei, uh, opening and reading an email from an anonymous emailer that seems to know quite a lot about her. Now, Hong Mei is the Chinese wife of an American professor named Glenn, and on the surface, they seem to have carved out a perfect little life in San Francisco Bay Area. But everything with their life is not quite as it seems, and this perfect life is deeply flawed, as we'll soon find out. As the book unfolds, it becomes evident there are secrets being kept, lies being told, and a serious lack of communication, not to mention that the passion is fizzled in the marriage. That is, until Hong Mei decides to engage with this mysterious emailer and willfully sprint down a path sure to lead to destruction and devastation. Now, along the way, through a series of emails and thoughts that are shared by Hong Mei with this mystery admirer, we see that the mystery admirer is very quickly uh, physically actually stalking Hong Mei and, and 
Uh, we find this out through a series of more and more creepy details that are shared through these emails. Uh, very deep secrets are revealed by Hong Mei, and ultimately, she finds herself unable to escape the rabbit hole that has been blasted open by this mystery stalker. Now, obviously, we're not giving away spoilers or anything here, but as the story does race towards its conclusion, we as readers are left wondering... Has she made a fatal mistake? Is this something where she's going to get trapped and killed or murdered, something like that? Or is this really actually a date with destiny and perhaps a chance at a fresh start? Now, I think stepping back a little bit with this one, it's tough because the, the genre of domestic thriller may not be for everybody. It's certainly not one I go to often. It's not a common genre that I would find myself reading um, you know, if I were to just pull random books off the shelf and say, what do I feel like reading? Rarely is it going to be a domestic thriller. Um, but it does, The Secret Talker, the, the book, does provide a few key takeaways that most will pick up on. Uh, some are a little more problematic than others. Uh, I guess to talk about this book, we have to kind of talk about what makes a good mystery or thriller novel uh, in terms of kind of some generalities. I guess is the best way to put it. And uh, in those terms, the key to a good mystery and a good thriller is the ability to not only hide clues in plain sight throughout the book, but to leave those clues there in a manner that uh, we as a reader don't necessarily see where everything is going, at least not too early in the story. Now, while this book does a nice job of hiding a lot of the clues and throws a lot of false leads at us, Ultimately, it suffers directly from page one, chapter one. I mean, literally the first page. Because as we find out more and more about who Hong Mei is and her history, she's an intelligent military, former military uh, uh, woman, I guess you'd say, uh, agent, soldier. I, she wasn't really a soldier, but uh, intelligent military employee, I guess. I don't know what the right word would be. Um, but the idea that this woman with with high intelligence, military background, all of this going forward, that she would engage with what appears to be, at the very best, just a spam email or phishing email attempt, uh, fraud or phishing, something like that, and, and you know, at the worst, potentially a dangerous stalker situation, identity theft, who knows? The idea that she'll just willingly engage and start an open conversation with this woman is so far-fetched that it, it's hard to make any sense of it. And that is, like I said, right from page one of this book. Now, assuming that pill can be swallowed and in the interest of enjoying a story, this book does, however, present some interesting twists and turns with just enough elements of danger to keep those pages turning because uh, as unbelievable as a story is from the get-go, it, it's an interesting mystery that does kind of suck you in. Um, this is a very fast read. That's part of the benefit here. Um, most thrillers tend to be pretty quick reads. And while there, uh, I guess there's a lot of elements in the story that ask us as readers to really stretch the limits of our just roll with it, you know, muscles, uh, because they're very, the scenarios are so far-fetched compared to how people would actually react in these situations. If you can get past that, it is actually an okay story and a, a decently fun ride. To me, though, there is one excellent redeeming quality in this book, and what truly saves it, in my opinion, is Yan Galing's beautiful writing. There are so often through this book 
where the plot might be eye roll inducing, yet the way she phrases things, the use of language to make the reader pause and think actually is really a joy. It, uh, well, let me give you a couple quotes. Uh, these won't spoil anything, so don't worry, but words when compared with feelings are too concrete too arbitrary, whereas feelings are richer but more elusive, ambiguous, if you will. Where words are muted, feelings begin. And then the the second passage, I just liked how that, I guess for that, that quote, I really liked how it just felt a lot like a poetry almost. You know, it, it really makes you think about different things there, you know, kind of harkens a little bit to the haiku masters, but anyways, we'll get get to that more in a minute. Uh, the other passage I wanted to share with you, uh, it says, The world outside my little village wasn't as big as the educated youth had made it sound, nor even as big as I'd imagined. I wanted to see somewhere larger. I mean the unknown. Like when Glenn first showed up and his every word and movement uncovered new ground. Even his smallest, most overlooked gesture. Now, that passage also very, very cool because it's got a nice juxtaposition where she wants to see somewhere huge and grand, and we only find out at the end that, you know, her idea of this unknown large space, you know, something grand and epic actually was the smallest movements and gestures from her husband. Well, you know, future husband, I guess you'd say. This book... Uh, the Secret Talker, is loaded with beautiful passages like that, touching so beautifully on the human condition and, like I said earlier, evoking, in many cases, the feeling of the haiku masters of the past. It, it's that writing that kept the pages turning for me and many notes being added in terms of my, my Kindle. Uh, sometimes the experience of thoughtful writing is well worth it. That, however, is not why most people would choose to read a book. Obviously, as we know, the story is king, which is a problem for this book, because while the writing is wonderful at times, the story premise itself is full of so many far-fetched and, frankly, unbelievable moments in which Hong Mei makes horrible decision after horrible decision that it's, it's incredibly hard to get invested in this story or with the characters within. Yes, there is a twist at the end, of course. Any good mystery or thriller is going to have that. Yes, you'll likely have it all figured out ahead of time. The problem is with this book, you'll probably figure it out a little earlier than the author was hoping. But you're going to continue to read anyhow, most likely, just to see if you're right. And in the end, while it is technically a domestic thriller, it ends up kind of feeling like a larger message of, uh, I don't know, self-discovery for Hong Mei, perhaps. Not to say it's a bad thing, but it's just... I don't know. The ending, to me personally, was not all that satisfying. As always, your mileage may vary. Now, from a character and story standpoint only, I'd, if I was to rate this, I'd give The Secret Talker a 2 out of 5 stars. But because there are so many beautiful passages that allow you to stop and enjoy the thoughts as they pertain to your own life or life in general, I'm going to give this book a little bit of extra credit. I do recommend you check it out, if only to enjoy some beautifully written passages, and who knows, maybe 
if you're a fan of these domestic thriller style stories, uh, especially those based around a perfect marriage with plenty of secrets, you may well love this story much more than I did. But either way, at just 155 pages on the Kindle version at least, it's a very quick read and, and you're not really being asked to commit too much to this, in my opinion, fairly transparent thriller. Overall, the book just didn't hit it for me, and even with the extra credit, um, The Secret Talker by Yan Galing gets three out of five stars from me. So that is entry number seven on the review when it comes to the AIC Stories Archive or Audio Vault. I'm excited to see where this eclectic journey is going to take us as... Um, you know, right now we're working on the, the Steinbeck journey. Um, I was able to crank through this fast-paced domestic thriller from Yan Galing, The Secret Talker. And who knows what's going to be next? Well, I know there's four more Steinbeck novels coming, but I know there's a lot more books to read. So stick with us, because I'm sure I'm going to cover something that you'll find interesting. Anyways, if you enjoy the AIC Stories podcast experience please consider helping out by sharing this review, sharing the podcast episodes you love, telling your friends about us, and, of course, giving us a follow on social media. The best place to find all of those links is right at the AIC Stories website, just simply AICstories.com. Of course, if you want to say thanks and help keep the archive growing here at AIC Stories, you can always join us and support us financially through our Buy Me A Coffee page, which is just at buymeacoffee.com slash AIC Stories. Now, if you decide to support us via Buy Me A Coffee, either as a member uh, for a year or as a one-time, you know, hey, here's a few bucks, just thanks for your stories, I enjoy the content. Either way you do it, your support there goes directly into uh, continuing to bring you the content you love, as well as it helps to allow me to keep growing and expanding all that which is possible here in the AIC Stories universe. The big thing is that no matter how you support AIC Stories, I greatly appreciate it, and I really, truly appreciate you spending some time with me each and every entry into the archive. So as always, I hope that you keep reading, keep listening, keep watching, and most of all, keep enjoying your stories. I'll see you soon. Thank you.